This episode is brought to you by our Fresh Start Full Mastery Program, a seven-month intensive and personalized growth program coming soon, designed to help you take complete ownership and fully embody a powerful, positive parenting way of life. Join the waitlist now to get instant access to the no-holds-barred cheat sheet, three common mistakes and beliefs that hold parents back from reaching full fluency as an empowered parent. Just head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash full mastery to join the waitlist where in addition to the free cheat sheet, you'll also get special pricing and other bonuses when the program launches in April. Well, hello, listeners. I'm so happy you are here for a new episode. I am your host, Wendy Snyder, positive parenting educator and family life coach. And today we have a really special episode with Dr. Elizabeth Cohen, who is a divorce specialist. She's actually going to be speaking about how to co-parent with integrity and how to make divorce not be kind of the death of your family. Um, You'll hear us talk in this episode about how divorce does not have to equal a broken family. So this is is going to be really good for those of you who um, you are either single parents and are co-parenting or perhaps you're remarried and you are co-parenting um, in that capacity. So I know that you're really, really going to enjoy it. So uh, Terry's on the show today. Yay. We got to have him back. And this is also, yeah, I know he hasn't been on the, ep- the every single one of our episodes lately, um, but he's on this one. So I hope you enjoy hearing his voice. And um, I'm just happy I found this episode. Honestly, you guys, this was one of the episodes that I thought I had lost when I switched computers. So if you heard the episode that we aired a few months back with Dr. Christopher Willard about mindfulness, that was such a good episode. Um, But when I switched computers last year, there was some episodes that I thought had just gone like into the abyss. And I was so sad and I felt so bad. Um, but then when I recently found the episodes on a hard drive, I just was so excited because this really is an important one that I'm, I really want you guys to hear because um, especially recently, I've had a few friends who are either on the brink of divorce or really thinking seriously about separating from their spouses. I just had um, someone come up to me the last time I spoke uh, at church a few weeks ago. And she was like, oh my gosh, I love this so much. I enjoyed this workshop. And do you have any resources for single moms? And I told her, oh my gosh, um, you know, I don't have that many resources yet, but I just found an episode that I thought I had lost with Dr. Elizabeth Cohen. And you got to listen. And it's going to come out uh, next week. It was actually just a few weekends ago that um, I saw her. So, anyways, I just knew it was perfect timing to air this episode. So, anybody who might be um, going, through a divorce or co-parenting or single parenthood, all the things um, that you can be blessed with Dr. Elizabeth Cohen's wisdom and expertise today. And this conversation, I think, is just going to bless you. So enjoy. As always, make sure you subscribe or follow over on iTunes to our show. If you haven't yet, it's really important that you just push that little button on iTunes. That's going to make sure that you get notified each week when we have a new episode. We have experts of all kinds on the front 
Fresh Start Family Show, we also just have episodes where I uh, solo teach or share with you what's on my heart. We also have solo episodes where just Terry and I discuss maybe um, something that's going on in our life or something we've learned through our own parenting journey. So just make sure you're subscribed. If you love this episode while you're listening, I always, always am so grateful when you guys simply take a screenshot and then share. I am very active over on Instagram, so tag me, share to your stories, um, tag me. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and it's just really, really great to get to connect with you guys over there. I do a lot of teaching over on Instagram, a lot of free educational tips and videos and posts that will just help you kind of take what you learn at the podcast through the through our podcast and take it even into a deeper capacity. So as always, you guys, thanks for listening. If you haven't grabbed our free guide to raising strong-willed kids yet, you can grab that over on the homepage of the website, freshstartfamilyonline.com. Without further ado, enjoy this episode. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show. Well, hey there, families, and welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. We are so excited to be here today with Dr. Elizabeth Cohen. Welcome, Elizabeth. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Really honored. Yes. So Dr. Cohen is going to be talking to us today about co-parenting and finding joy past divorce. And this is such an important topic, Dr. Cohen. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with us. I know that we have a lot of listeners at the Fresh Start Family Show and a lot of members in our bonfire community who are either single parents or remarried, and there is a lot of stress and tension that I hear from them about the co-parenting thing and healing from divorce. So um, I just, I love what you're doing in the world, and I love um, you are a light, and we are excited to to talk to you about everything today. So Dr. Cohen is going to talk to us about three ways you guys can co-parent and find joy past divorce. Number one is how you can always ask yourself who your response is helping, you or your kid. Number two, she's going to talk to us about how it's important to get the support you need from others, not your own kiddo. And then number three, how it's important to try to stay neutral to positive about your ex with your kid. I love it. Um, And you guys, Dr. Cohen is a wealth of information. She's the CEO and founder of the online divorce course and membership Afterglow, the light at the other side of divorce, um, where she, in this 14-week course, she teaches women how to heal, grow, and thrive after divorce no matter how difficult the process has been. She offers a monthly membership program. She does one-on-one coaching where she gives expert support from divorce professionals and an engaged community. We love that community aspect of like-minded people. She has her PhD in clinical psychology from Boston University. She's the, the recipient of the prestigious American Psychological Foundation Research Award for her doctoral research. And she's been featured on the Tamron Hall Show. I watched a clip from that, so good. <laughs> the Wall Street Journal. NBC News, Women's Health, Huffington Post, Thrive Global, 
uh, Daily Beast and Good Housekeeping, and she's a weekly contributor to Psychology Today with her divorce course column. So I love it, you guys. Dr. Cohen knows her stuff. She's worked with many, many, many um, parents and people who have been through divorce, so you are in good hands today. So Dr. Cohen, tell us yeah. a little bit before we get started um, about you know how you became passionate about helping um, people with this with this subject. I want to know just a little bit more about your story before we get kicked off. Sure. Um, thank you so much again for having me. I'm so excited to be able to talk to your community and especially to the parents who are divorced or who are single parents. And um, as I, I do think that sometimes, and I think it's so special that you're um, bringing me on because I think sometimes in parenting communities, those families might feel a little bit overlooked. So I'm so glad yeah. that we're putting the focus on that. And that's really um, a testament to how much you care about your community. So mm -hmm. thanks for having me here to talk about this. Um, so I became interested, I've been a clinical psychologist for over 15 years. And um, 10 years ago, I got divorced. Um, I had two very little kids. I had a six month old and a three year old when I asked my ex-husband to leave. And so it was a really challenging time and I really couldn't find, even as a clinical psychologist, a comprehensive support system for me. So I luckily had resources from training and kind of pieced it together, but I never wanted another woman or man to have to go through that. So that's yeah. how I got here to really create a program that I needed back then. Wow. Uh, it's so often that it's like our own personal testimony that fuels this, um, you know, it, it, that's, you know, a lot of our story with, with Fresh Start Family. So while it sounds like there was a lot of pain attached to that, I imagine you turned it into passion and it sounds like positivity too. So that's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, I love yeah. that. And I love how I've seen you talk um, about something that really struck me about your work was how you talk about how there's a lot of shame associated with divorce. And even the term that society uses is, um, you know, a broken family. And I love how I've heard you speak to um, that doesn't that doesn't need to be the case. It can be a second chapter. You know, there can be healing. It can be a new era, so to speak. Um, so tell us a little bit about that just to tee it up. If anyone's listening and they're like, gosh, you know, um, feeling a little bit of that shame because I feel like it's so important to kick that to the curb um, because as we know, um, shame is just not beneficial in helping us grow or have good relationships with our ex or um, just kind of carry our head high when it comes to living our, our life with our kids. Absolutely. I'm so glad you asked that. I mean, it is really a mission of mine to, sh to change the way we look at divorce and to really get rid of the, as you said, the shame and the stigma. I have clients in my office who will still come in and say, I went on a date with someone, they were really great. The only downside is they're from a broken home. And I, this is 2020 and people are still using that phrase. And I, I really, you know, it gets my hackles up and I think, wait, what, what does that mean that they're, what does that mean? There's nothing broken. In fact, when people decide that a relationship isn't working for them, in my mind, that is the bravest move you can ever make. You know what's right. a safer move? to stay in something uncomfortable and just kind of either wait till the kids get older or wait until, you know, maybe the other person changes. But saying something isn't working for me, that is so brave. And I really believe that, um, you know, our shame and our stigma about divorce comes from patriarchal views. Because when they first started, it was like anger at women for not staying with their man in, in heterosexual yeah. 
relationships. And I think, unfortunately, even though so many things have changed, that, that stigma really hasn't changed. And so I really, I call the women in my program super women, because if you've been through a divorce, you have moved mountains. Yeah. And so we, they should be praised and seen as, as warriors, as opposed to seeing, being seen as broken or a failure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And especially like, you know, we have a lot of Christian listeners and I think it gets so confusing to them because they're like, wait, you know, it's like we're we're not supposed to get divorced. So like we've done something wrong and it's like, I get it. Like nobody wants to get divorced. Like nobody, of course, it's not the perfect plan for our marriages and it happens and you're not supposed to live in shame. It's like, hey, let's, and you're right, the bravery and the courage part of it is so important because I have seen people stay in relationships for a long, long time and it's heartbreaking because it's right. it's like detrimental to their lives when it's joyless and it's anger filled exactly. and it's there's often like um, toxicness, unhealthiness, exactly. like abuse even. I'm like, right. And, it, and it, it percolates out to all parts of your life. Oh, so just yeah. yesterday, I was talking to a friend about my work, and she said, you're so brave with your work. And I said, I think that's because I had to be so brave in my divorce. It's, you know, <sighs> when I talk to women who say, well, maybe I'll, st I hear this a lot, you know, maybe I'll stay, just wait till the kids get a little older, or maybe I can get used to this. My heart breaks because I literally feel their light dimming. Like yeah. I feel their light in all areas. You can't suppress your um, unhappiness in a marriage and be fully present and work. Or I would argue fully present with your kids. Like you can't, I, if, if we could compartmentalize like that, first of all, I'd have no job. Yeah. Like we, we can't, like humans can't do that. So yeah. everything, everything will be hurting. And so I do talk about divorce as the graduate school for relationships. When I got divorced, you know, I could have told so many stories about my ex, all these terrible things he did, but I instead decided, you know, who's the common denominator? Me. And I dated yeah. some people very much like him before I married him. So why am I attracted to these people and how can I change? And that was the work that there was movement for the other movement of, of taking his inventory. There, there was no movement. I couldn't change oh, it. It's so good. And, you know, just like parenting, oftentimes the hardest relationships are the ones that make you grow the most, right? So it's like, Absolutely. of course, that's why, you know, you, I know you help clients with more than just divorce, right? Like, I mean, relationships, right? Like there is so much work, of course, there's effort and, and, you know, you try to save your marriage and when you can't, it's okay. You don't need to hold on to the shame. And let's move to that graduate school now where it's like, okay, what did I learn from this? What did it teach me? What did it uncover? Let's peel back the layers of the onion, so to speak, and let's move exactly. on and have a joyful life. <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. That's, I, you could, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's exactly right. And just to really embody the healing and the growing that can happen through pain. Yes. Oh. And I, I think what I think what I bring uniquely to this program is also being a clinical psychologist, I'm trained in how to process grief and loss. And I think a lot of programs that I found for divorce were all like, just be happy, let's be, and we want to do that, but we yes. also want to acknowledge grief. And we don't have to be afraid of grief. And so I really want people to know they can hold both of those. Yep. And I've seen you speak about the importance of um, moving through emotions in a healthy way, which we're huge here about Fresh Start Family. We teach parents how to do that. We teach kids how to do that. And I loved how you talked about like anger in itself, right? Like 
don't try yeah. to hide anger. Don't like think it's a shameful thing. Like, yeah, righteous anger. Like, it's okay to be anger. I love to think of anger as like you're shining a light on something that needs to change. <laughs> and yes. um, and so um, I love it. Um, Dr. Cohen had talked about how um, you know if if you like if you can sit down and actually feel or do something to feel anger as an example of one emotion to actually feel. Um, she was like, I, you know, I loved how you said I love to like listen to Rage Against the Machine and just move my body. Which, by the way, we're going to see Rage Against the Machine next year in DC. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Taking the kids. Down. We can go together. I know. Yeah. It's going to be such a good show. It's awesome. Um, but I love it's an important point, right? Because, um, yes, you got to feel those emotions. Um, you don't need to suppress them. You don't need to run from them. There is no bad emotion. And um, as long as you feel it, you're going to be in a much better place. Parents, listen up. There is something very special coming soon that I'm really excited to tell you about, and that is our Fresh Start Full Mastery Program, where you will spend seven months getting personally mentored by me, learning, growing, and being poured into on every level as a parent. This program is very limited in seats due to its high level of support and mentorship, so if you're interested at all in expediting your journey from stressed to thriving as a parent, and you want to step into full ownership, embodiment, and advocacy as an empowered parent, I encourage you to go ahead and sign up for the waitlist to be notified when this program opens for enrollment. As a bonus for hopping on the waitlist, I'll send you my no-holds-barred cheat sheet, where I sum up the three most common fears and beliefs that hold parents back from reaching full fluency as an empowered, thriving parent. Plus, parents on the waitlist will get a special discount and bonuses when the program opens for enrollment in April. Just head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash full mastery to hop on the waitlist now and I'll send you more details. Exactly. And I always talk about, I would rather you move your emotions through while listening to music. For me, I did it in the bathroom. Then when you're at the store with a clerk or you're at yes. divorce like it's going to come out. Don't let it come out sideways. Why don't we be in control of how it's coming out? And so because people yeah. say, I don't want to feel anger. And I say, you're going to feel it. The question is, where do you want to feel it? Controlled with yourself and process it or, you know, when you're running into your ex's new girlfriend. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because it'll often come out with the ex for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. Well, Let's get into it, Dr. Cohen. Um, talk to us. Yeah. For, um, the first point is always ask yourself who your response is helping you or your kid. Yeah. So I want to start this section talking a bit about the, the complexity of getting divorced and co-parenting. So you guys know better than anyone. Parenting is so hard. Parenting is really hard when you have a good team. Yeah. So parenting when you have decided to dissolve the relationship is really stressful and it's often at the same time that you're managing the details of a divorce which requires you as i said to be a super superhuman yeah. so there's so much parenting is so hard on a good day when everything's going well so i just want everyone to understand that if you're feeling overwhelmed co-parenting you're exactly where you're supposed to be because it is almost impossible. Um, it's asking so much of you. And so when I, whenever I teach about co-parenting, I always ask people to think about 
your the layers of experiences that you're having. So it might seem like your ex is asking just for an extra day and that's kind of a logistical thing like, oh, do the kids have school? Will they have remote school? What will we do? But then there's underneath that kind of like an iceberg, all these feelings around it. How will you feel to have them less one day less? How will that make you feel about your relationship with them? How did your most recent mediation uh, meeting go with your ex? And how are you feeling towards them? Are you right. having any about right your ability to go out and date again? Is your new is your new partner going on dates? And are you thinking they might want to introduce them to their new partner on that extra day? Like there's so many pieces, mm. and it's a set. I think I give this example a lot um, where my ex husband um, was his wife was pregnant. And I would ask my kids almost every day, like, how are you feeling? I mean, imagine having a psychologist as a parent, right? Right. <laughs> They're like, so my, I guess he was about nine. My nine, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Because they have lived mostly with me. And here was this new baby who was going to live mostly with their dad. And how would that feel? And one day he said to me, mom, uh, I, we're okay. You ask us about this every day. Like, are you okay? <laughs> yes. And oh, that's so sweet. I thought, damn, this guy's smart. I was yeah. like, yeah, no, I'm not okay about it. Yes. Like, I'm the one having a really hard time with it. And I always tell that story because what I could have done if my son hadn't been so smart was get all into the, like, we should have extra visits. We should um, have, you know, just all these logistics to help the kids, my, you know, quote unquote, right. manage the new baby. When really... I needed help managing the new baby. Like it was me who was mm -hmm. having a hard time with it. And so I, I really stepped, because he asked me that question, I was really able to say like, okay, nothing really different has to happen logistically. We don't have to go to the parenting coordinator. I don't have to do all this work. I just need some space to feel my feelings. And yes. Get yeah, that's so awesome because it's that's a hard task, right? And that's where like support comes in, right? I mean, that's like our next point as far as like get the support that you need because when you realize it's it's, you know, the answer is about you, you're going to need support to move through that, right? Once you realize like, oh, a lot of my answers are and how do you actually like put that aside and be like, I'm just answering for the child, right? I mean, that's easier said than done. But so important. I know we have um, some good, good friends who, yeah. um, you know, we've watched over the years and they, um, they, you know, were divorced, they got remarried, and then watching um, them raise um, their daughter over the years with an ex involved, um, it just was really, really not great and watching as she became a teenager later in life their relationship became strained um and she really became kind of distance and distanced and started doing some stuff but it was just interesting because I, I can only imagine how hard it is right we have many friends even right now that are really having trouble with the co-parenting side of things um but it is it's all it's painful to watch because there's such stress revolving um and the way um the ex gets talked about and um, it is like really, yep. really toxic. And, and just being an outsider from it, not in a judgy way at all. It's just because, you know, we don't have the experience with divorce. That's why it's so important to have someone like you on. Terry did come from a home um, where divorce was. Um, but it's, it's I, I just see it as a parenting educator how 
it's pretty it's pretty intense like when that doesn't get dissolved of like hey how are you going to respond how are you going to work with the ex what is it about you or is it about the kid it is just gnarly do you know the friend group i'm talking about no yeah for sure and it it seems like a lot of it because i'm I'm processing like um like where your coaching might come in i imagine is is like this example that we're thinking of is they never really moved through some of those initial steps. I think they they harbored the anger, and I think there's this, like, this mama bear, papa bear thing that comes in of, like, um, and it probably seems innocent enough, and it's what you're supposed to do, is you're supposed to fight for the kids, fight for the time, fight for what you think is right. Um, If there's any more um, disagreements that you see of, like, either morals or values between you and the ex, you have to try to offset it. So if, right. if X feels right. over here about something, you're going to put it up here. And right. so, and it just creates this cycle that we saw go on for a long, long time and never, yeah. never resolved. Yeah. Well, I think you're totally right, Terry, because what you're talking about is if, if we don't process our feelings about the X, then we act it out in our parenting. Just like if we don't work out our stuff from our childhood, we act it out in our own parenting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's, the same idea. It, it takes so much like thoughtfulness and mindfulness and presence to say, is this about me or is this about my ex? Like, obviously you and your ex are going to have different co-parenting morals. That's why you divorce. Right. <laughs> so if you're waiting for the two, right? Like if you're yeah. waiting for the two of you to agree on parenting, that will never happen. And so it's like this idea of how do you, how do you um, accept that you're coming from it from different perspectives. And I just see that so often. Like, you're, they're still fighting the divorce in the co-parenting. Mm-hmm. They're still yes. fighting the same fight. Yeah, yeah. And, and we can. I'm just going to skip a little bit in our outline here. Yeah. But the try to stay yeah. neutral to positive about your ex with your kid. And this is what we saw that was not present. And it was, like I said, it was very, it was painful to be around. And we see, you know, we saw, we see this family so much. And But every single statement about the ex was gnarly and it was a dig wow. every single time wow. i mean e- literally everything every time and it was like and a joke easier, and was like, yeah that's like the easier way i just have to say mm-hmm. like i have em- i have so much empathy for that when i used to go to court and i would hear these people screaming at each other across the you know the waiting room in family court in new york yeah and I thought to myself, you know, I would love to do that. Like, I am so mad, too. Right. I just know that that will not help me. But I was a little envious of them because it, it, it does feel good in the short term. Like, right. I totally get crapping on your ex. Like, it feels good in the short term. Right. The problem is it just leads to more long-term problems. And so, yeah. but it takes so much work to not do it. But it, it kind of has to be. And, you know, it's interesting because kids, depending on the ages, but they're really super smart and they're constantly testing, will you do it? Because they don't want you to do it either. Yeah. And so they'll set you up a little bit. They'll like tee you up and be like, oh my God, dad did this again. You know, the thing you right. know. You have to like, you know, it's so easy to be like, I know it was always like that, you know, and just go on. Yes. Or, and I always recommend like deep breath. You can always wait 24 hours till you respond. Or you can say, tell me more about that. <laughs> tell me yes. more. Just have them say it. Um, and then I, one tip I really want to be clear is if your kid brings something up about your ex that they're upset about, validate, listen, understand, and then say, have you thought about bringing this up to mom or dad? Yeah. Oh, cause that's a way to support that relationship. Beautiful. You never, 
ex to think you're trying to cut them out. Because by the way, naturally we all do. So yeah. you are, they're, they're afraid of that. So if you say your relationship with your parent is really important, why don't you talk to them or how can you make it better? Then first of all, just a good feeling that you're not saying something nasty and you're really supporting the, the child in their relationship. A therapist of mine said, you know, one time I was in the office and I said, I just wish he didn't exist. You know, I just wish yeah. I had to myself. And, and she said, I know you feel that way, but your kids, even if he died, you know, I probably said I wanted to murder him. Yeah. <laughs> Understandably. She said, even if you did murder him, that's what I love about therapy. You can tell you whatever. Right. You right. If you did murder him, they still have a relationship with him. Like yeah. they will always have a relationship with their parent. And maybe, I don't know, Tara, if you can relate to this based on your family, but no matter what they do, you have a relationship. Their bond is always there. So do you want to help that bond or do you want to make it more difficult? And that's really the question I think you need to ask yourself. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier. Okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And like, as far as like the psychological stuff for a child, um, yeah. because I think about like, again, um, it, it's like as a child grows and, and I'm always looking at from like a Dreger psychology base. So like their need to belong, their need to feel yeah. powerful, their need to feel valuable. It feels like that erodes when there's like this kind of um, 
not validating like like they're thinking like I love my mom and the and someone else is like you're dumb you're like yeah. why would you love your mom your mom's, your mom's an, an idiot, idiot. <laughs> your mom is like literally, literally like like x y and z like what is wrong with her she's an idiot so like I feel like that erodes at the need to belong the need to feel valuable the need to feel powerful totally. unconditionally loved and then in my work like that shows oh where misbehavior is likely to go up and is and so such all that stuff point. is that in line with like what yes. you would say yes yes okay. such a good point I have like chills as you're saying this Wendy because you're you're bringing to light the pain of the child and you know I just, what just popped into my head is also the terror you feel when you hear your, your parent who is married to your other parent talking negatively about them in a child's mind. We know they think, Oh, at some point they're going to do this about me. Yes. Mm. Uh, Everyone in life. I'm I'm next. Right. So how can I really, as you said, trust that unconditional love bond? It's very, very, very threatening. Yes. Um, I mean, even when you're, I always say to people who are divorced, like, look, this kind of stuff comes up when you're married too. Like even when you're happily yeah. married, you know, you have to zip your lip and not say, I know dad is late for dinner again. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's true. Yes. <laughs> From personal experience. That's yes. awesome. Oh my gosh. Right. Uh, so. Well, yeah. and I have to imagine, you know, in the, in the divorce scenario too, it's like, okay, that's all great but you can only control your side of it so I, I imagine there's yeah. just so much taking the high road because the ex could be not on board with any of this psychology at all not even want to like listen to it all be but by taking the high road you know I have to imagine over time you're like what you were saying Wendy you're not chipping away at those um, you know all of those needs that the that the child has at least on your side of the fence so yes and you'll be more influential. So, like, right. I, I believe, you know, the way to influence yes. somebody to come on board with your style of not talking badly about each other, or like, you know, not doing X, Y, and Z is, like, to actually model it. Because <laughs> actually model it and be someone who is just holding space for them. And um, Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I mean, I, I mean, I could talk about this forever, but I will say that one of the big worries that women at least have about leaving is what if when we split my ex acts the way he's been acting to me, but the kids don't see it. Like they're, they, they're worried right. about that. Mm. So they, and they feel like you were saying, oh, Harry, yeah. that how they need to say, you know, your dad could do this and this and this and this. And I always say they will see it. If yeah. you continue to see a rock and not say it, let them see their own experience. Yes. Let them have their own experience. It's like in recovery, they talk about like the dignity to have your own space and your own feelings. Like give your ex the dignity to be their own person. Yeah. Might mean um, a lot of the work I do with women is saying, okay, I know there's a lot of things about your ex that maybe you're not happy with, but what are some of the things that they bring uniquely to your kids that you can't? I would give this example of, you know, when I take my kids to school, when there used to be school, um, I would be very like organized and, you know, routine. But when my ex would take them, they would sing songs, they would make jokes, maybe they would sometimes be a little bit late, but I'm not fun like that. Like, right. I'm glad they have, like, <laughs> totally. they need both, you know? Yeah. So we're trying to think about your ex as like, sure, like you were saying, Terry, maybe they don't have, um, maybe they're not as emotional, but what do they bring? Right. right? What? Maybe it's just spontaneity because you're the person, you know, that's an important skill. So do you make a point like to 
to point that out about the ex to the children. Like, yeah. what I really love about your mom is, is wow, man, she's always on time, or whatever it might be. Or yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah, no, I do. I I'm in my book that's coming out and that's based on the program. I I suggest that you that's actually exciting. yeah. In April, yeah. I suggest that you do that. I suggest that yeah. you actually even write like a, a fake text you would send to your ex, whether you want to send it or not, even to them appreciating yes. how you do that. Because any conversation you have, I want you to start with, um, the kids had such a great time with you, or they love how you remembered what ice cream they liked, or something like that, like really specifics. Because just because you chose to get divorced does not mean they're the most terrible parent. Right. And so you want to, and, and it's, trust me, this is someone who, let's say you send your kids to be with for 50% of the time. It's a gift to you to think about what they're doing right. You will have a better yes. time if you're focusing on what they're doing well, the gifts they bring. Because we're all complicated. We have strengths and we have weaknesses. Absolutely. So it's like, I can imagine the listener right now. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but, you know, it's like kind of like parenting, right? Like the stuff we teach, it's like, in theory, this all sounds great, right? But like, it's like that, like, you know, oh, how does the words not come out of your mouth? Like, you know, like I have so many parents who in our bonfire membership community, we love to be like really vulnerable and real and honest with each other, right? And so like, you know, sometimes parents will just be like, literally, it's like my hands, I can't, it's like Jim um, Jim Carrey and the Claw. Oh, yeah. Is that from Liar Liar, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> where he like plays with his kids like that, where it's like, I can't control myself, right? Like, how Absolutely. can you, you don't understand what they do, right? So our last point is like, get the support yeah. you need from others, not your own kids. Kid because there is no doubt that this is this is a massive healing process, right? Like I know from the oh, life coaching work, which is basically sisterhood to therapy, right? Like it's life coaching and therapy. Yeah. It's like what however you get your personal development, your support, your growth, however you let you peel back the layers of the onion, it's just so important. But I know for me in the last ten years going through like all the stuff to to shed my limiting beliefs, not even around divorce, yeah. but it's just been life changing that has given me the ability to actually have self control, to have self regulation, to be able to bite my tongue, to be able to see the Absolutely. integrity in my children at their worst moments, to be Absolutely. able to take responsibility for my own tone and my own nasty words and um, ask for forgiveness. Like all these things are not, we're not saying it's going to be like overnight. Just go ahead and do that. Go ahead and just start saying no. nice things about your ex. No. Like that's and why you need to get the support you need from a course exactly. like Dr. Cohen has or the life coaching or a therapist or so talk to us a little bit more about this. And I love how you yeah. specify not from your kid. <laughs> yeah. So and I, I, I want to say that, you know, I absolutely can understand how the listener would be saying that. Or a lot of times people think like, yeah, well, your ex must be really great or really right. nice. And it's like, no, no. Like, <laughs> this is, and we're doing this, we are all doing this perfectly imperfectly. Right. So for every time I write a great email to my ex, I probably write three that are totally terrible. Yes. So right. a whole space, a whole lot of room for messing up and learning from the messing up. So that's number one. No one is perfect by any means. So perfectly imperfect, number one. Yes. Number two, oh. I love what you said about this is a process. This is a learning process. It's like reminds me of meditation. Like, you know, meditators don't like meditate one day and then they're superhuman. They do it right. every single day. It's a practice. And the truth is, how do you not do the claw in any, it's just pause. And how do you find pause? By doing the work, by doing, as you said, whether it's with a therapist, with my, with life coaching, with my program, 
with a, yeah. a spiritual person in your life. You mentioned there's some people who are Christian, a, a yeah. minister, a priest, like whoever that is who can help you slow down. Because the answer, I think, is in slowing down. Because if you give yourself that precious pause, you will allow yourself to kind of recharge. And I tell you know what to do. All the people who are listening, even the people who think, I don't know how I could be nice to my ex, they do know. We just need to help them slow down, love themselves enough to hear the answer. I don't think I have an answer they don't have. It's just being able to hear it from inside. Yeah. And, and I like, like I, I, the, and the firmness, like, you know, I work with a lot of parents who like are almost have an easier time being way too firm. Like sometimes we'll have parents, um, but they're more like less, but they're there for sure. Who have a hard time with like, I'm too permissive, right? Like we always teach parents to find the middle ground between too firm and permissive or too kind. So I love this idea too of like, know what you're really firm about and um, and firmness around don't come to your kids for the support, I think should be something that is like, just don't oh, do yeah. it. Oh yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, be that's firm. Like, a no, like, right. There's some, like, exactly. Good point. Like there's some things you want to be flexible in. I, I cannot say it enough. Your child is not your friend. Your right. child cannot support you in your divorce. Your child cannot send messages between the two of you. Your child right. cannot report on the other person. They are a child. They are yeah. to be loved and carried and nurtured through a traumatic experience that they're going through. They yeah. are not your friends. They are not your therapist. They have terrible credentials. Yes. They are not <laughs> that. Yes. And if you and if you involve them, I mean every time you involve them, you are not you are you are hurting them, but I'm telling you, you're elongating your own pain. Right. Like you just are. Just let them be. Call a therapist, call a spiritual person, call a friend. I have a whole section in my program also about what's the best type of friend. A lot of times oh, people nice. call the wrong person. A yeah. lot of times people call the person, sometimes these can be in your family, who are not going to support you. So I have a whole kind of taxonomy of the different kinds of people and who to reach out to. And actually on my website, um, you can, and on my Instagram, you can get a link to how to, how to get support from your friends, like the best ways. Um, but really think about getting support outside. Your child is not, is not available to do that. And honestly, not to sound harsh, but it will come to bite you. They will resent yeah. you from having done that. They will come to you, whether it's when they're 20, 30, 50, and say, that was really unfair. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So we work with a lot of parents. We always try to teach them to find the middle ground between too firm and too kind, right? And we have a lot of parents who gravitate easily to too firm. They're like, they can crack the whip easily. And they come and they're like, man, I cracked the whip too much. But this is where a good place to crack the whip, right? Like, no, no. Don't use exactly. the child, right? But this um, is cracking right. the whip on yourself. Almost, yeah, cracking the I whip think, on yourself. Yeah. I think, you know, when you describe, like, they're not your friend in this scenario, um, I think it's, like, you, you know, parents, I have to imagine, I've never, you know, obviously we're happily married, but um, seeing a lot of divorces and growing up in a house with divorce, it's like, there probably is this... Um, kind of look of like, well, here's this person over here that if I can form some sort of an alliance with and um, if I can just make this little 
thing right and that they're like you said this could you know come in the form of you know messaging or a little bit of gossip or things like that mm -hmm. um it's it's not that you shouldn't have a friendly relationship with your child it's just you're now starting to like look to them to help get you up and out of this when like exactly. you said they don't have the credentials to do that and if you're looking at you're zooming out and looking at the big picture you're right it's very unfair because they're already going through something very hard yeah Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And I know, I know your program, Dr. Cohen, goes through basically everything we've talked about in detail, I'm sure. Yeah, um, exactly. And it covers some other parts too, like dating again, processing the loss, creating a life you want by design, not by default. Like really, it's a comprehensive, it's like for people who can't get to therapy because it's really difficult or expensive, it's kind of a comprehensive plan to really move you through this time. Nice. And I love, I will say everything after talking to you for the last 45 minutes, I know everything you are teaching parents is completely in line with what then translates into your parenting. So having grace and empathy and self-control and self-regulation and forgiveness and trusting and all these things, like when you have them in one area, you want to get it in all the areas in your life. So I love that um, you are serving families in this way. Where can listeners find you, Dr. Cohen? So listeners can find me. My website is drelizabethcohen.com, which is D-R. And on Instagram, I'm the divorce doctor. And on Facebook, I'm also the divorce doctor. And on Instagram, are really where all of the free information is in my bio. So that's really a good place to go or you can go to my website. And I love to answer questions if people are struggling or having questions. We do um, individual work as well. I do VIP work. Um, I have clinicians who work with me too. So if any of your listeners have any questions, they can feel free to reach out. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. We're so grateful for your time. We're grateful for the work that you're doing. Thank you for thank being you. a light. Thank you. Oh, so great. Thank you. For links and more info about everything we talked about in today's episode, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 119. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, families, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I loved recording it for you. It's now time to join the waitlist for our Fresh Start Full Mastery Program that starts in April. When you join the waitlist, you'll get instant access to the No Holds Barred Cheat Sheet, three common fears and beliefs that hold parents back from reaching full fluency as an empowered parent. Plus, you'll get special pricing when the program launches in April. Just head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash full mastery to hop on the wait list now and I'll send you more details. As always, thanks for listening. Please share this episode with friends and family who you think would benefit by either texting them the link or screenshotting and throwing up a story over on Instagram saying why you love this episode. Just be sure to tag me. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy so I can say hello in the DMs and personally thank you for being awesome.